0: You're just joining us earlier today, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints called former Utah Governor Michael O. Levitt as the new president of the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. Uh, he will serve and uh, be joined with his wife by his wife, Jackie, in fulfilling that new role. Uh, if you missed the first segment of uh, our interview, uh, he also made an announcement that uh, this new role that he will step into will also have some changes in the structure of the Uh, kind of the organization of the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square, and that is that there will be not just a president of the choir, uh, but a presidency of the choir, that he will have counselors that will work alongside him, uh, probably to spread that load and to uh, have areas of expertise that I think will be beneficial. And so that's also a very interesting thing. We're going to pick up uh, with my conversation with the former Utah governor, again, new president of the choir at Temple Square. And we talked a little bit about... Some interesting components to the choir, looking at the choir as a brand, uh, the trust that it develops, the technology, and the opportunity to extend that uh, to young people and to people around the world. You've had the opportunity to to build relationships. I think that's been a hallmark of your leadership uh, at every level that you have worked and served in. Uh, and in the community as well. And how do you anticipate uh, those relationships uh, being leveraged in this new role with the
1: choir? I've, every uh, president of the choir has had great experience and unique assets. And I suspect that I will draw on the things that I have available to me, which are the are experiences that I've had all over the world and in many different settings uh, this is not a small organization. And so the process of actually administering an organization, a very important part to this to, from my standpoint, there are 700 people who give of themselves greatly to make very special music. And it needs to be a positive experience for them. Yeah, And I think that's part of the role that I'll play is to assure that that as best we can occurs.
0: Yeah, wonderful. And as you said, it, it is a, a rich legacy for sure. You also mentioned uh, this idea in being alignment uh, with the, the owners, so to speak, mm-hmm. with the leadership of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, and it seems to me that there is a, is an opportunity not only to continue to expand the, the choir and orchestra's reach around the world, but also to be able to to partner that with some of the leadership of the church, with their voices as world religious leaders. uh, Are you looking at ways to to amplify those messages, those voices in uh, conjunction with something that makes it very accessible to a lot of people, non-threatening to a lot of people around the world through music?
1: As you alluded, uh, my previous public experience, my public uh, policy and public service has led me all over the world. And in the context of that, people understand that I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And routinely, when conversations or even some form of mention comes up, it is the the tabernacle choir <laughs> that is the symbol of their knowledge. Yeah. And that's the reason it's such an important emissary, is because it it, it, it speaks to people in very uh, personal terms. Yeah. And, and and it's also been at it a long time. And as you know, the formation of a brand takes two th- or three things. One is it takes trust. Yeah. And what people feel toward the choir is a sense of trust. It's a reliable product, and it's what they need at specific times in their life, that sense of peace And that sense uh, of uh, of calm. Yeah.
0: Uh, Another hallmark of your leadership over the years is uh, many people have described you as someone who sees around corners. And I think one of the corners that the the world is looking at is particularly with young people and uh, not every uh, young person around the world is is thinking choir music. Uh, as a way to find that peace or to find that calm in the in the storms of life. What do you anticipate or what do you see the, as opportunities to bring in that next generation, the younger people uh, around across the country and around the world?
1: I think the statement you just made is absolutely true, and I'm looking forward to working with the those who oversee the music itself to finding ways that we can expand the audience. Mm-hmm. And that will come in a lot of ways. There will be times when... Yes, the music of the choir needs to be sacred music, but the choir has a long history of singing uh, uh, music that, people, that resonates with people. And people can have the, the best of their thoughts with lots of different kinds of music. Now, sometimes we can have thoughts that isn't so good, but <laughs> nevertheless, I think the mission of the Tabernacle Choir will be to adapt. And to reach out to the largest audience and to do it through the most direct way. And I think we'll see a lot of both.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to this area of trust You, t- you talk about the choir being a trusted brand uh, that people know what that means, what that feels like uh, how do you f- How do you feel you can stretch that brand Is, again kind of continuing into whether it 's the young people or to other areas around the world with different music tastes and so on uh, what 's the stretching of using that trust as a baseline
1: This will be another subject for our a follow-up interview. My uh, producer, this, Kelly's this, getting really excited. He's like, this, oh, we've got all kinds of great segments coming up. <laughs> this, this is my first day, and I'm very <laughs> pleased about the opportunity. And all of those are challenges I fully acknowledge yeah. that we will need to find solutions to. But um, uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Again.
0: Uh, we'll, we'll, we will hold you to that. Uh, and just before we let you go, uh, as you wrap up uh, and look at this first day uh, – just a thought process for you. Uh, again, this is uh, not anything that anybody, I, nobody I know had this on their radar. Uh, and yet, as soon as people hear it, it's like, that's, that's genius. And that's different. Uh, and that builds on this great legacy in a, in a unique way. But as you've processed it a little bit, as you're a few hours into the job, uh, what are the, what are the thoughts that kind of keep coming back? What's resonating? What's, what are you kind of distilling in terms of this opportunity?
1: Well, I've expressed it, uh, and I'll just put a finer point on it. I I think the objective of expanding the reach of the choir to a global audience that's substantially larger and more diverse, that's the opportunity. I think the key to that will be using the digital assets digital tools that are available, and then finally to recognize why it is that people admire the choir. It's because of the feeling they get when they hear it, and to never lose sight of that.
0: Wonderful. Former Utah governor and now president of the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square and Orchestra, Uh, we appreciate you taking some time with us today. Thank you, Boyd. And that's my conversation earlier today, uh, just following the announcement uh, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that former Utah Governor Michael Levitt will take over as the new president of the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. He'll be joined by his wife, Jackie, uh, in fulfilling this new role. Uh, Of course, Levitt replaces Ron Jarrett, who served as the choir president uh, from 2012. And I think this is a significant uh, point in the choir's history and it is going to be very interesting to to see the opportunities, the expansion, the expansion not just in terms of the music but in uh, elevating messages of the leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as world religious leaders uh, to an ever-expanding audience. So much more to come. If you missed that, uh, go back and check out the podcast. Great conversation with the new president of the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square, former Utah Governor Mike Lovett. Well, earlier today, we had three members of the United States House of Representatives in studio to have a conversation. We're going to have a conversation with a fourth member from the House of Representatives, Utah Representative Blake Moore, who has some serious concerns about the eviction moratorium being extended, how it's being extended, and why. You want to listen to his uh, conversation and his insight on this uh, coming up next on KSL News Radio.
1: I'm Dave Cauley.